Welcome to episode 306, the 306th episode of Where the Heavenly Bodies Are. Sky Astrology with your host, Moy, aka Cloudette, because I love clouds and looking up. And I will be sharing with you something very interesting about this new moon that I will be all of it. I will also be sharing with you where our moon will be aligned with Venus and Mercury and when it will actually be at the beginning of Gemini at zero degrees Gemini because zero degrees Gemini or zero degrees of any constellation in my experience has a special energy and so I like people to be aware of that and I will put a timer on my Instagram for that okay so let's start with where the heavenly bodies will be tonight at 11 minutes after 11 p.m. GMT time of course so we start with we want to keep the nodes the nodes are still at two degrees um, Sagittarius which is the galactic center is that's the K2 and Rahu is at 35 degrees of Taurus and in between those two because I think I mentioned before that the north and south nodes are kind of working like bookends for the rest of the heavenly bodies and at that time it will also be rising this node but only in the UK so it's different for depending on where you are in the world the ascendant is always different that's why it's so such a sensitive point in your chart next we have Pluto still at 28 degrees Jupiter still at 30 degrees Sagittarius both are in Sagittarius both are going retrograde which means they appear to be going backwards and the number gets lower Saturn is still at more or less two degrees one degree and 50 arch minutes in Capricorn and it's also retrograde and it will be going back to Sagittarius constellation then we have Mars at nine degrees of Aquarius Neptune's at the end of Aquarius at 22 degrees, almost 23 degrees. And Aquarius kind of ends at 24 degrees. Then we have Chiron, which is not really a planet like asteroid. It's at 16 degrees of Pisces. Uranus is, I have to say, you know, even though mathematically it's in Aries, it is really in Satus where also planet 10 is I didn't say planet 10 is like 32 degrees of Pisces next we have the Sun is in Taurus of course because we just had the new moon and the new moon is when the moon and the Sun are in the same place they're holding space together they're holding space at 8 degrees of Taurus yesterday and now Right now, actually, I have to tell you, well, as I'm recording at, you know, 11 minutes, I did it for 11 minutes after 5 p.m., our moon 
was 20 degrees of Taurus on its way to have a conjunction with Venus and Mercury. But at 23 degrees, 23, 11, at 11 minutes after 11 p.m. tonight, it will be 23 degrees and of Taurus. And I might as well do because they're, they're the last planets. Okay, so Venus is at 25 degrees retrograde, moving towards um, the sun. And Mercury is 29 degrees, moving out of Taurus, because it's not retrograde <laughs> for a change. But what I wanted to share with you is what's happening tomorrow, I think actually in the morning at 4.11 a.m. GMT time, which will be 11 p.m. tonight on the 23rd New York City time, Eastern Standard Time. And that will be when our moon will be conjunct Venus. So you can imagine that, you know, Venus is about harmony and love and things like that. And it's in Taurus, so at the same time it's retrograde. So, but let's hope for the best for that. <laughs> then it will move on towards Mercury and it will arrive at Mercury actually at 11.11 on the 24th tomorrow the sun will the moon will be at 29 degrees of Taurus and that is where Mercury is so that deals with communication communicating your feelings you might see now it's not that simple in sky astrology it would be good to know how that actually affects your chart where it is and the relationship that the moon and Mercury has. That's how you understand it. And I have to know, you, let you know that this is not astrology, so it doesn't really, um, if you don't have a sky astrology chart or something like that, then I can't really give you any advice on that. Then we have also um, on the 25th, Right after midnight, not right after, 57 minutes after midnight, um, the uh, moon will leave Taurus and be at zero degrees of Gemini. And that will begin, like I said, at 57 minutes after midnight and it will last until 50 minutes after 2 a.m. That's GMT time, of course, so that's still different time, so that would be 4 p.m. or 4.57 California time, I'm giving you, just to mix it up a bit. And we'll go for about a good two hours, and I also suggest people who have zero degrees is a good time to listen if you were awake of course it'd be interesting to note if people say woke up and had this amazing dream that would also give some indication of what kind of energy zero degrees have yeah so those are the details i just wanted to expand a little bit on 
you know, what does a new moon mean and what is this, how can people use this? And in this case, there's a couple of things that have come up. And one is, is that there's not a lot of uh, energies in water constellations. There is one that most people are not conscious of at all. And I've recently become conscious of it. And it is prevalent in our subconscious. And that is Eris, which is planet 10. And it's in Satis. It's in that part of the sky they call the sea. And also considered to be mathematically in Pisces. Sorry. And this is the a dwarf planet. And it's quite far away. But when I've looked at it in people's sky, it has implications of implications depending on where it is and what connection it makes to planets in your sky when you were born. So I think as a collective, I feel that it is part of what's going on now because at the reality of it we are in this global situation which has kind of made me more um able to talk about these things in general but also it is quite clear that we are going through a major change globally and our earth as well and with the sun the moon venus and Mercury all being in Taurus, which is an Earth energy, which is one that is related to our Earth, then and also the North Node being there, that that is an indication that these this is an issue, that this is something where we should pay attention to and have in our consciousness. And, of course, we have the energies from Sagittarius, the Pluto, the Jupiter, and you include Saturn because they're all going retrograde. And as, you know, of course, people have the lockdown now, the lockdown's loosening, and these planets are moving back towards where kind of the coronavirus thing started, which is at the solar eclipse in December. And it is actually making a connection to our moon and our sun, Mercury and Venus. So, you know, it's amazing if you don't, if you aren't aware of the information that's given or depending on who you listen to, you are not going to catch that information. It's going to go over your head or you're going to be distracted. But I myself have, you know, researched and, you know, looked to see what is happening in the world and what people are saying. I've listened to a lot of different people. And the main theme I have to say is coming out that there's a lot of people wondering why the figures 
why so many people have to suffer um, with their quality of life, with their life before lockdown as compared to how many people actually died from this virus and they say now it's not as bad as worse, not as bad as the flu, the flu is actually worse and all this kind of information that's coming in and to be honest I think people are missing the point and missing an opportunity here and I'm not sure if we're ready yet you know uh, really ready to take the bull the Taurus by the horns and say listen there's some really good things about lockdown look you know the waters are clear you know things are clearing up and the you know, the water and the air is clear and actually maybe people realizing I don't need all the material things I was going out to buy, buy, buy all the time. At the same time, there's no reason to feel that you have to succumb to fear to the point of not being able to make rational decisions or evaluate the situation and realize that this lockdown, wearing the face mask outside, um, social distancing is really helping stop this virus that came out of nowhere. And another thing that I, you know, that, you know, like I said, I look to see things and it's good that we do have social media you know, because certain memes and certain posts make you think. And, you know, of course I'm thinking, but there was a one that had just some text and it said that you can get COVID-19 if you are closer than six meters, but not 6.1. And that this virus lives for such a long time on surfaces but nothing from Amazon Walmart or Target or whatever and I used to have a shop well I still have my shop on Amazon but the first thing that Amazon did when this happened is they closed they told everybody who had a shop they couldn't send anything else in okay and then they were doing essential things and I myself I needed a charger recently and no other shop could really deliver it to me because of lockdown which means that Amazon you know and I didn't have Prime anymore but people with Prime could get what they wanted the next day so you know supporting small businesses you know is not an e easier said than done, to be honest. And I don't know how that is going to come back. So, it, okay, so it's like, let's take that on board. What if it doesn't come back, but what are we going to do? It's kind of like we need to decide what we want. And this is a moment in time where we could decide 
how it's going to, how our life is going to change and how we want it to change and not just wait for random people to tell us or random government people or pharmaceutical companies, you know, or the billionaire influencers to tell us how, what the next step is going to be. And sadly, that seems to be happening where people are just waiting to see, oh, what are we going to do next? What are we going to be allowed to do? So I feel that we are getting some clues with this new moon. It's a new cycle under the present conditions. And the sun or moon and Venus and Mercury are in this Earth um, constellation. Also, what is not usually the case is that the full moon energy, the uh, the new moon energy, that the con the the, the conjunction where there's no separation is lasting for more than one day, and so. It's moving away, of course, but it's still in the same constellation, which means it's still in that same Earth energy. It's not switching yet to Gemini in the first 12 hours, which is very often the case. And even sometimes I've had to say, especially with full moons, okay, just because the moon's moved 10 degrees away, it's still in opposition just because the moon's moved 10 degrees away uh, in a new moon, there's still, there's the new moon, but the energy of the moon has changed because it's gone to another sign or constellation. But this is not the case for a good three days. Can you imagine? So this, for me, is a sign for us really to kind of harness this awareness of our situation and what we can do for our for our lives and you know looking at what you know I've been looking at my life as well but one little thing that happened and I just have to shout out these wonderful people at Wake Water Co and Jilly, the water priestess, who shouts me out all the time, and her partner, Come Out Better, whose birthday was on the new moon on the 22nd. And we had a water activation Zoom. And I just thought, oh, I want to be, you know, I, I want to be a part of it. They sell these amazing Kangen machines. If you want to know more, I'll put the link there because it's really something that I've had on my radar for years as a philosophy is to tell people about the Japanese guy who was measuring and observing how water reacts depending on how what kind of energy it's around and what these kind of machines do is they ionize the water and they change the energy and bring it back to living water it's very complicated so I won't like paraphrase it I will definitely put the link in the description but, you know, they are really bringing water into the forefront, uh, reminding us, remembering, they say, 
how important water is and they talked about the dams there's like all these dams burst there's the dam burst in Michigan I think but they were saying that there's like loads of like a disproportionate amount of dams in America and that's you know con- constructing obstructing the flow of water and one of the things that I see in the sky right now is that we don't have any planets in water that we are conscious of because I did say planet 10 Eris is in water so there is an undercurrent running and Eris is a little bit of a challenging energy I have to say I haven't you know it is really something quite I have to say keep coming to me say dark and challenging but we have our earth energy we've got you know Pluto and and Jupiter in the fire energy we have our Mars in air with Neptune also and then we've got Uranus which is like I believe in Satus which is really a space like a focus where it's a combination of energies fire a little bit of fire I have to say from Aries then water mostly and then a little bit of the Taurus that comes in at this meeting point but mostly water and fire water and fire so this is a challenging point where how are we going to integrate this to really make something that we can learn from from give us some information how to go to the next level and a lot of times when I speak to clients I tell them about how to bring balance with the elements and if I look at all the earth and look at the where uh, the other heavenly bodies are especially the close ones you know the ones that we can see in the sky are the relevant ones and that would be most of them are in earth and then mars is in air in aquarius and of course jupiter is considered but you know the main ones are earth and air and with mars being in aquarius for me that says we like our drive like our inspiration our spark is like just a short spark like oh we could have a new world like without pollution and really think how we can work effectively so that you know we can think about the environment first that's like the spark of humanity like how to make life better for all of humanity but then we have the challenge of all, you know, the sun, the moon, Venus, and Mercury here in Earth saying, how are you going to do this? Where are the practicalities, you know, Venus is showing you, you know, that there is a need for love, there's a need for harmony in the Earth, but how is it going to be done? And if we don't acknowledge the fire energy, then we kind of miss that opportunity because earth and air don't interact at all they just coexist and so they don't get that mars energy that spark 
even if it's in fire, doesn't get to integrate as much as it would if we had not, if we don't take account of the challenges of Pluto and Jupiter in Sagittarius. And they're both retrograde and Saturn is there as well in Earth, you know, reminding us of the limitations of realizing something, a better existence. And, you know, the Pluto retrograde is more like a challenge of are you ready to really transform, like to do what has to be done? And Jupiter is in its own way. <laughs> like enhancing, engrossing because it all makes things bigger. It's like not going to let you escape that question. And sometimes when, you know, that can be too much. It's like, oh God, what am I going to do? It's too much. I can't do it. Right? Because it's so, such a big um, request to figure out how to do this when it's kind of really all this happened a bit of all of a sudden. A so-called well-known astrologer didn't predict it, but I knew somebody who kind of did, but he didn't tell what it was going to be. So we have this, these things, but the water, the only water we have to draw on is the Uranus that's really in Aries, that's really in Satan. So it's not, and it's Uranus because it's far away. So it's not really a personal energy. And then we have um, this planet uh iris that is definitely not a personal energy it is so far out it takes 550 years to go through the sign and it's further out than pluto so here is you know an opportunity to see that the dam's breaking is a need for water you know these are analogies i feel and this it reminds me of when I was in a think tank for how collective consciousness and how could we change the world, you know, and thinking about the environment. And I remember suggesting, suggesting a, like a demonstration where we would all go and cry, you know, really like be melodramatic. Like people always talk about, oh, the earth's, you know, suffering and, you know, we're not doing the right things. To preserve our life here on earth. Because tell you the truth. The earth's going to be fine. It's us that won't survive. And I thought. What if we really went there. And cried like sadness. For you know. Our way of life. And you know how. Plants and animals. And fish life. Are suffering because of our way of life. And the plastic and all that. And they thought it was a good idea, and I thought it was a good idea, but that is the power, that is the implication of water, the, the emotion, because water doesn't discriminate. It goes everywhere, and it's needed. You know, the flow is needed, the moisture is needed. So back to Wake Water Co. and this birthday and the water initiation they spoke it was really, you know, kind of a meditation thing. And Chris, because I've seen his sky, and I was surprised, really uh, connected lad, and born at the same time my son was born, 22-22, in the same year, I believe, as well. Anyway, so, I should tell all that. So, the thing is, 
Um, we don't know how my son, what my son's birthday is. But he spoke words about allowing yourself to be a child again, to fall down and make mistakes and get up, to be lighthearted, to laugh, to try things, to learn. And it, 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 it touched me so deeply. And I cried, like, cried like a baby, you know? And I was so grateful for that, uh, you know, permission, <laughs> that permission to let the water flow, let the emotion flow. And our emotion is, is our humanity. It's the deepest part of it. It is us because we are water. And yeah, I just want to remind, like I was reminded yesterday, that that is really the missing link. If you feel overwhelmed, what's happening? Allow yourself to cry. Allow yourself to understand that you, that all the answers might not be there, but to remember that you need human interaction and that you care about life that you care about you know the people you don't know yet <laughs> because you know strangers who you're social distancing from or what kind of life is that where we are staying away from each other that's not the life that we want and you have you know this the the time is now and at least just to have that as a replacement for fear let that concept supersede fear okay that's all I ask because we don't have any water in the sky right now or we don't have any of our solar solar uh, points in our solar system radiating from the part of the sky where the water energy is where the biodynamic farmers use the moon when it's in water to help uh, tell them what when it's a good time to do certain tasks on the farm to have the best crop so we will be having our moon going home to cancer. So that's good to know. And that's when we will have water, to be honest. Otherwise, we won't have any. We'll have to wait for Mars to go into Pisces to get some water. But let's use this now, this Mars, for the ideas. Yeah? For the ideas. And that is the best thing. To let these ideas and know that they might be sparks of this but don't let that spark go you know be be mindful of the possibility that we can put humanity first and rules and regulations second okay so um that's all i have to say sorry about the noise in the background but that's a situation <laughs> I'm living with so that's that um what else do I want to say did I talk about the zero degrees I think I did yeah so that's all for me right now 
and um, if you want to know more, if you want curious about if you have any zero degrees, reach out to me because I will happily tell you if you do because I'm thinking of putting together a group um, of people who have zero degrees so we can be mindful of that time. Okay, thanks, and until next time, it's Chapeau Claudette, a.k.a. Claudette, because I love clouds and looking up. Bye.